Welcome to Multifamily Live. I'm Kaylee Arusi. And I'm Jason Arusi. Our mission is to help you unlock your full potential as a multifamily real estate investor. So you can do more deals, bigger deals, with less stress, keep more profit, and free up your time. Multifamily doesn't have to be a mystery. It's time to go live. How to raise money without saying, I am raising money. Because you don't want to start up a conversation with, hey, I want some money, give it to me. I have this thing that I'm doing. It's called syndication. Most of the people you talk about, talk to, and I see you, Claudia, you're smiling at me, you're laughing. Most of the people you talk to don't know what syndication is, don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to start that conversation. So instead of even saying this, why don't we talk about this? Why don't we talk about how to provide opportunity? Let's get rid of the money-raising conversation. Honestly, Bill was supposed to present on this today. And I was like, Bill, let me do it. Because I can talk to all the people in, the, in our audience today that are just like, you know what? Talking about money makes me feel uncomfortable. Asking people for money, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, you know what? I'm here to tell you, don't. Don't ask for money. Instead of having that mindset of taking, because the, the thought of raising money, the thought of like asking for money, it feels like you're taking from people, right? So instead of thinking that, now how are you going to be in the zone of giving? So you are going to give your future or even current investors the opportunity to work with you. So how are you going to do this? You're going to create relationships that create partnerships. I'm going to say that again for all the people in the back. You are going to create relationships that create partnerships. You've seen the cards. So you've seen these cards, right? We're going to talk about these cards. These cards are going to be very, very important because this will allow you to have the conversations. This is going to allow you to start with branding. We talked all about that, right? We talked all about branding. You can go back. You can see the videos if you're a VIP. Go back and watch that if you want more information on branding. So through branding, people need to get to know you that don't know you. So how do you meet people? Well, you can meet them on social media. You can meet them that way. There's so many of us that are on IG, that are on Facebook, that are on, that are on all these clubhouse. I have some people here that are joining me here from Clubhouse. Jill is from, I met her on Clubhouse. Donna, I met her on Clubhouse. Yeah, you're waving, Jill. I see you. So these are people that are already in my network. In fact, Jill is actually investing in one of my deals now from Clubhouse. You all know how new Clubhouse is. I've only been on there since, what, January, and I've already made those connections. And these are one-on-one -on -one connections that you go deep into. So do it. You're like, oh, I don't want to. Try it. Try it for six months. We've already talked about this. Go all in on one. So through social interactions, as the world starts opening up, Get out there more. Go to RIA meetings. Go, go and have conversations. Have coffee with people. Get back out there. Let people know that you are here and let them know what you're doing. And then through conversations. You're not asking them for money. These first conversations, you are getting to know people. You are listening to them. 
You're listening to what their goals are. You don't have to ask them what their goals are. This is just through conversation. You're asking them, how, how was your day? How can I help you today? Usually when people call you, when you get to that conversation point, it's like, okay, so, and I'll tell you one key thing that I say. So you go on this call with me. I want to... I want to serve you the best that I can. What is the one thing that I can help you with today? And then you just go deeper and you ask them questions. And you heard, Chad, you start to mirror them and get them talking, develop that relationship. So all this leads you to the relationship. And this relationship will create those partnerships that you're looking for. So these partnerships happen through education. Again, these cards, these cards are key because you'll be able to start talking like a multifamily provider. You'll start knowing when you talk to, when you start talking to brokers, you'll have all the information is in this box. I'm going to put this box away. So through education. So get to know right here. You're you're showing up right here. You're learning with us. How much have you learned just being here? Now you can have you can use this as education. You can use this as a turning point. You can have a conversation about this time, this time that you're having with us. So next up would be through time. So I know this is not one of those get rich quick schemes. This is not, this is gonna happen by next week. This is not a quick flip. This is the long play, guys. So through time, as you're having the conversations, as you're talking to more people, the more people you talk to, the more people you connect with, the more time will be on your side because you'll develop the relationships that will turn into partnerships. I've known Bill and team since, I think, 2016. And five years later into 2021, look what we're doing together. But it still took us five years to get to this point. And we've done many deals together before then. But we created that, I created that relationship with Bill first, with Chad first, even with Jason. We create those relationships first and they turn into long-term partnerships. And like I said, these partnerships happen through a solid relationship. I would never want to, quote, raise money or ask for anything from anyone that I didn't know, like, and trust. So, I wanna ask you a big question now. What is your biggest objection to raising money? I know Chad, I know uh, Bill said to stay out of the comments, but if you wanna like blow this up right now, like blow up the comments, I wanna see the comments. And I want you to also, if you have it available, you know that sheet that we showed you? Do we have it here? Yeah, let me get this. The sheet that we showed you, that white sheet, that nice white sheet. I want you to take it out, and I want you to write a couple of, of objections on this sheet. It's in this envelope, it's on this sheet. After you're done writing those objections, I want you to tuck it back in here. We're gonna save it for later, okay? So, I'm gonna let you take another moment because I know you have that objection right there, right? It's in your head. I know it is because it's in my head. My biggest objection <laughs> is I actually don't like to raise money. I am really freaking good at it, but I don't like to raise money. I hate that term. Bill laughs at me when I say this. I don't like it, but I really, really like providing people the opportunity to make money on their money. 
this hard-earned money that they've made that through whatever type of work that they do. They might be a doctor. They might work at McDonald's. It doesn't matter to me what they're doing. If they have the money to invest, I want to help them invest it. I want them to make more money. So, let's see. Do we have... Okay, I don't have a good opportunity, not providing enough returns for them. How would they invest with us when there's other choices out there? Limiting belief about begging for money. Okay, so let's start with that, Ram. Limiting belief of begging for money. I already covered that. You're not. You're not begging. You're giving the opportunity. I want you to get that into your minds. Giving the opportunity. You're not asking for money. You're giving the opportunity. Risk of losing other people's money. Okay, so there's a huge, long document that uh, my friend Nick McGrew is going to go over. It's called a PPM, a private placement memorandum. They're going to have, if, they, if your investors aren't scared by that piece of paper, then they probably shouldn't be investing or they have a lot of money and you know what, whatever. It's going to list out all the things that are going to go wrong, that could go wrong. This is investment. This is an investment. That's why. That's why we structured this whole day, this yesterday too, of how to do the underwriting, how to create your team, how to, how to, how to, because all this information, all this education, going back to education, will lead you to finding that right opportunity. So Scott, you said, I don't have a good opportunity. Scott, I want you to change your mindset. Where are you? I will find you. I will find you. So Scott, I want you to change your mindset and say, I will have the right opportunity. I'm going to when I have the right opportunity. You've heard us talk about this. We did a mock deal first. We didn't have a good opportunity. We just started talking to people about what we were into, what we were trying to do, and this is what we were kind of going for. So when we had that opportunity, they were already educated. Our relationships were already educated so that we could turn them into partnerships. So one of our first deals, we've already talked about it. So our aunt, actually out of nowhere, came out to us and because she was working with us, she was like, I'm hearing you guys do something and you're talking about syndications and investing. I'm like, yeah. Well, she had to ask us. We didn't realize she had a 401k with like a few, like hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting in it doing almost absolutely nothing. I mean, you know, 401ks do something, but we can help her. We can provide the opportunity, but again, she had to come to us. So how do you know that the people that you know don't have funds that they need to put, put to work? You won't know unless you ask them. So those objections, please write them down on, this, on that paper. It is key that you write them down and that you know them so that you can break them. Okay? Good. So, <laughs> this is my favorite. This is why I'm so good at raising money, because I like talking to people. I like talking to everyone. So what I want you to do is to talk to everyone. You're here, you, you've invested in this event. You put your hard-earned money into this event, kind of like an investor would do into one of my syndications. 
So now it's time to get the return. And I hope you're getting that return on investment. And one of the things that I want you to leave with, if you don't leave with anything else, there's so much you can leave with, but this is the one thing I want you to take from me, is to talk to everyone. Let them know what you are doing. But in the process, you have to let them be the hero of the story. We talked about Moana. I had that Moana song playing. She's the hero. But people led her, her mentor, her grandmother, let her know that you are the own hero of, her story, of your story. Moana let Maui know he's a demigod. Moana let him know that he is the hero of his story. He can make the choice. And how can you help them write their legacy? How can you provide them with the opportunity that you want? Can I have a hand raise or, you know, give me some flowers? Ah, thank you for all the flowers. <laughs> How can you provide them with the same opportunity that you are looking for? Isn't that amazing? Exactly what you're looking for you can go and provide to your friends, to family, to strangers you don't even know yet. You can provide them with this opportunity. And above all, listen and learn about those people that you are bringing into your partnerships, into relationships, because this is the only way you'll know if what you have is exactly what they need. So this goes back to like, if, I, if we were just having a conversation, I was like, I am getting into syndications. I am, I am investing in the Louisville MSA. I'm looking for BC class assets around the 50 to 200 unit range. I'm so excited. Do you want to invest with me? Wait, what? You're, my aunt would have been like, wait, what? I, I don't understand what you're talking about. No. A confused mind always says no, at least for, at first. That's why if you do it this way, if you listen and learn and make those connections first, you won't have to go through the confusion because they're already going to know, like, and trust you. So when the education aspect comes around, when you actually have to start educating your, your investors about what you're doing, they're already going to be open to you. So I want to give you some action steps. Action step number one, talking with friends and family. This is gonna be the hard one because they already know, hopefully they like you and hopefully they trust you. If not, you gotta work on that on your own. But they're already gonna be a little bit more critical. So you've already gotten past that point. So now you just have to like get them warmed up. So if you see them at a family party or like you're calling them out of the blue, don't make that first one about you asking them for money, please. They won't, they won't want to know you even after that. Like, get to know them again. If this is a cousin that you know is a doctor, like, call them up. Again, it's the long play. We keep on talking about that. We're talking about the long play. This might have to happen over multiple conversations, especially if you, if you have to reestablish that connection and that relationship. But first, establish that and then turn them into a partner. Action step two, talking within your sphere. These are people that know you. These are people that already know you maybe at work, maybe they're neighbors, maybe they're friends from college, maybe who knows where you met them from. This is your second step. Again, they already know you. 
Hopefully they like you. But in this sphere, you don't know if they trust you yet. So again, reconnect with that relationship. Action step three, talk with everyone else. You can go back to the branding, go back to like getting into your social, start interacting with people, start letting them know what you're doing, and people will start asking you for conversations. Start getting out there. And next step, and Nick McGrew, who's going to come up next, document your conversations. He's going to dig into why this is important. But when you get into syndicating a deal, again, I'm not an SEC attorney, and this is not an offer. He's going to love me for saying that. Um, and you'll understand why later. Document your conversations, because depending on what kind of syndication you do, what kind of offering you do is dependent on how well you know the person. You want to know, and plus, when you go into these relationships, wouldn't it be great if you had a spreadsheet? And I know, I know it sounds really, really dry to have all your friends listed on a spreadsheet, all the conversations that you've had on the spreadsheet, but you need to start doing that. You need to have everyone written down. In fact, right now, Maybe not right now, but sometime this week, I want you to open up a blank spreadsheet and list all the people you know, maybe how you know them, and then I want you to start ticking them off. Remember what Chad said about the, is it here? Yes, the hourglass, the hourglass. What I want you to do is to set some time. I want you to set some time, use this hourglass, and turn it on, flip it over, and call them. Call these people, call these family members that you haven't talked to. Call these people that you want to talk to. Call these people that you think you can source money from. And call these people that you just want to reconnect with. Because this is what this is all about. It's about reconnection. It's about connecting with those who, who you might be able to help, who you might be able to help provide this opportunity to. And again, talk to everyone. So I have a great story <clears throat> about one of, my, one of my mentors. And you might have actually talked to him. To him. He's here today. So his name is Andy McFarland. I was in seven-figure flipping at the time. And Jason and I were super excited. It was our first meetup. We were in Michigan. We just met everyone. These are like, oh my goodness. They were like, they were like stars to me. Like when I first met Bill Allen and Becca Shea, I was just like, oh my goodness, I'm meeting them. And then when I got to meet Andy, like he was like, he was one of the first people who gave me the permission to succeed. So I'm sitting in his group, and Jason and I are like talking about how we're fixing and flipping and all the things that we need help on. And then we come to our give. And we had just taken down our first 94 unit. That first building that we talked about, it had just happened like a few months ago. So we're like, this is our give. We're going to give away what we do in large multifamily. So we're talking about it. We're, we're throwing the numbers down. We're telling them how much we made on acquisition fees. We're really pumping up the crowd. In fact, I think we won an award for our, for our presentation. So afterwards, people are asking us questions. The room dies down. Everybody's super excited about large multifamily. Andy's in the back, and you see, you've seen how ch tall Chad is. Andy's like probably like an inch or two taller. Andy raises his hand. <clears throat> and I've known Andy for like a year now. He raises his hand. He's like, Peely, why didn't I get the phone call? <laughs> Whoa. Like even thinking about it, I want to cry because 
like I was just like, oh my goodness, I messed up. Because here is a gentleman who has given me so much in mentorship and, and just like mindset and like really just opening up his books to me. And I didn't provide him with the opportunity to invest in a deal that obviously worked, he would have obviously made money on, and I, I didn't think to ask him. So I don't even think Andy knows how much that conversation has affected me throughout the years and has actually made me a better provider of opportunity because now I know that I have to talk to everyone. Like, I knew Andy does like 300 wholesales, and I'm not, I'm not even making that number up. He does a bunch of deals every single year. He has all this money that needs to be put to work, and I didn't provide him with the opportunity because I didn't think to. So talk to everyone, especially those that are closer to you, because you never know who needs, again, mindset. Someone out there that you don't know needs the opportunity that you can provide. Step five, again, stop raising money. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. This is what I tell my kids. I tell them to stop when they're doing something bad. I tell them to stop, stop raising money. You are providing people with this amazing opportunity you're providing people with the opportunity to provide their children the legacy. How awesome is that? So anyone here that has that limiting belief, Rom, again, limiting belief with begging for money, get rid of it. It doesn't even exist. Raising money doesn't exist. You, from now on, all of you are providing opportunities to people. You are giving people the opportunity to jump in and to do this with you, to be a partner with you, to go alongside with you on this incredible journey that you're just embarking on. You will provide them with the opportunity for their children, the opportunity to reach their goals, whatever it is, you, yes, you, are there for them. Again, Create relationships that create partnerships. Thank you so very much. You are all so very amazing. I hope this is helpful. Thank you. Aloha.